what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. Hello everyone, this is the interview queen, Alicia Too. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. This is Veggie. This is the Callahan Death Machine in the draw and the face of Impact Wrestling, Sammy Callahan. The one and only shot under Willie Mack. This is Shreddy Breck, aka Mr. Clangin and Bangin. And you're listening. You are listening to. You are listening to. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Hey, yeah. Hello and welcome to Broken but Glorious. I'm Chris Laff and I'm delighted to be joined on the line by the Seagull Prince of Pro Wrestling Podcasting. Nick David. Good evening. Unfortunately, no Lance this week. We're making sure he's going to be on in two weeks' time for the. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, all in the preview show. So really excited. That all in clock's getting closer. Three. It was three weeks as of Sunday, mm-hmm. so it will be two weeks this Sunday. So I can't wait. Yeah, still only the one match announced so far, which is a bit like, oh, why isn't there more matches being announced? Yeah, I think there's been like loads of like blatantly obvious ones that have been mm-hmm. kind of yeah. you're just waiting for them to be accepted or the challenge accepted. So I think what well, it's looking yeah. like, yeah, Joe Punk Bucks against FTR. So yeah, um, yeah no, I'm, I can't wait. Jericho, even, Jericho versus Grado. Oh, I've heard Grado versus Jeff Jarrett for pre-shows been, oh, been the yeah. tale. That was that, that as well. Yeah. I mean, I, I, when I saw that, I was sort of like looking away in despair. <laughs> but then my, uh, I, I, um, I chatted to a mate of, uh, on Sunday, yeah. who, uh, who I'm actually going with, funny enough, and he was saying, he did sell it on me, the fact that at least Grado would get that entrance where he comes out to like a prayer. Like a prayer, yeah. So I'm sure, was, I'm sure they had a feud in ICW a couple of years ago. What, him and Jeff Jarrett? Yeah. So I don't know too much about Grado. I'll, I'll have to look I'll have to look into it. I'm, I'm pretty sure Great. Jeff Jarrett was like general manager for a couple of shows. Yeah, because Grado is like the number one face. They kind of did a him versus, like Vince versus Tone Cole type of thing for a couple of shows with Jeff Jarrett. Well, they're both in Impact together as well. Ooh. I think Jeff had left. He wasn't, he wasn't in Impact for very long, Grado. I can't remember. It was just that I did watch his from Running Great and I'm trying to remember. I don't remember them crossing paths in impact. Me myself. I don't remember them having matches. Oof. Mm, yeah, but, I mean, as I say, it's before my before my time of watching mm, impact, so Yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that Jeff Jarrett and Grado had like an ICW feud. Uh, yeah, I'm oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> Else was going to ask you. I don't know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll cut that bit off. <laughs> cool. So we're here to review SummerSlam. Um, I think there's only one place we can really start was is the main event. I think I thought I was quite disappointed that a tribal combat match is just a hardcore match. I thought they were going to do something different. <laughs> I'd love to know how many hardcore matches names there actually are in or or even even to even narrow that down how many WWE have used to clarify what a hard like a change of a name of a hardcore match show. I'm pretty sure on the wrestling game they have a street fight, an extreme rules match and a nine hole spot match, which are all the same match. <laughs> they are all the same match. Well, I know I used to prefer extreme rules back in the older ones because there'll be more weapon choice under the ring. Whereas some only have like the standard like chair one side, table one side chair another side and a ladder or something on the, the other side but yeah the extreme rules you actually had the selection didn't you of how many weapons you could grab on and you think you could also grab weapons out of the crowd as well the crowd would hand you like a crutch or something yeah you think, I think may, maybe like um, the street fight is, not, is also a force count anywhere match as well I think but 
but there's still, there are still hardcore matches. Just like, oh. <laughs> and then on, on any match, you can just go in and edit the rules anyway, so you can just make a one-on-one match, a no-DQ match, if you want. Oh, yeah, of course you can. <laughs> and, then yeah. change, <laughs> and you can put on, on, on the new game, you can pick what weapons go under which side of the ring. <laughs> oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I was, I was slightly disappointed with it. Alright, so I, I found, so, Grado and Jess Jarrett do have history, and Jarrett turned on Scott Squad star at ICW Fear and Loathing 11 in 2018. Jarrett was the special guest referee in a Grado match against James Storm, and Jeff Jarrett decks Grado over the head of guitar to help Storm win. So, so I was half right. I knew he was a special yeah. something. He's yes. going to get his revenge moment at Wembley Stadium. Who would have yes. thought it? <laughs> Five years later. <laughs> I think when they announced All In, all in I think this would be one of the last matches people would have predicted. Yeah, definitely. Or even see people that would be on the card. I think it sort of screams a wacky coffee conversation or something about trying to get two people on in a matchup, <laughs> let alone on the card itself. But. Yeah, it was nowhere near our prediction. <laughs> I don't think Jeff Jarrett, who's in the, show, in the company, got anywhere near any of our cards. So, um, yeah, but what were we talking about? <laughs> the bloodline. <laughs> yeah, so that's... I thought that as a, as a match, I mean, I, I did enjoy it. It was the typical Roman stalling for half the match. And then, uh, I think they could have gone a bit more brutal with it. I think, not like death match level, but they could have gone, it was the typical chairs and kendo sticks and tables. And, so I think they could have done something different. They could have gone a bit more brutal. And maybe switch it up a bit, because we, we all know Roman matches these days are 20 minutes of him doing a move. Pandering round, shouting at the crowd, then do another move, and it was been to repeat <laughs> until until something happens for the last fifteen minutes of the match. So. I couldn't. Yeah, is that that's how I my biggest takeaway. I think yeah. So actually, the, the match itself was good. That's fine. It, but it, it it was like I've oh, okay. Well, I've already kind of seen a version of this about a few, few a fair few times already. The match springs to mind. We're even taking the finish into consideration was Drew McIntyre match back at Clash at the Castle, mm-hmm. the Cody match at WrestleMania, um, even to some extent the Sami Zayn, well in fact the Sami Zayn match from Elimination Chamber and the Kevin Owens match from the Royal Rumble, they, they all kind of spring to, spring to mind to be fair. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, yeah, it was quite samey. I think I agree with that. Um, as, as I said, I don't want to diss the match too much because it was a, it was, it was a well worthy main event of a, of a huge pay per view. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, but as I say, it just feels like, yeah, we've kind of seen, kind of seen this before. I'd like to see a bit more, a bit more adventures. No, then yeah, to people sort of listening and going, well, hang on, did you really see the ending coming? But. I did, uh, I predicted it last week. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I, well, I think, uh, I did as well. And I was pretty, I mean, I, I was sort of in a, in a, in a chat on, a group chat on Saturday. People stayed up for it. And it was, yeah, I mean, like the reaction was, it just doesn't make any sense. And I can kind of see where people are coming from with that. The fact that it, 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 it like the fact it would have made a little bit more sense if it was the other way around, if it was Jay 10 on Jimmy, because the fact that Jimmy was kind of the one that got, well, them all into this mess. Mm-hmm. So, in terms of turning on Roman, so it this is where it makes a bit no sense. But then my my logic until last night and Raw was, oh, okay, well, I can get the sense if it's solely Jimmy not being with Roman, but doing it for his own sort of um, his own reasons, so mm-hmm. to speak, for yeah. turning on Jay. But then on Raw, it seemed, it seemed like um, from what Wade Barrett was saying on commentary, whether 
as I say, whether this was whether this was meant, but he sort of seems to say that it was. Oh, it was Jimmy sort of. Um, well, uh, uh, Jimmy sort of, um, yeah, confirming his allegiance to the bloodline or to reign to Roman Reigns. So that's why I was, that's when I was thinking, oh, well, then this really doesn't make any sense whatsoever, and it's going to be almighty hard for them to actually kind of get out of this. But I think they must might have um, jumped the gun on it because do, do you remember when he said, if you leave the bloodline, you're out the family. They've not kind of explored that. So if they went down that, and then Jimmy's been injured, but he's not been part of the family, so he's been alone and stuff. Just sh- so he's been isolated. His brothers, rather than be with him, has gone after the title. So he's like, "You're my, you're my only family now, and you're yeah. not with me." No, I, I agree. And now this is his only way back into the family is to turn on Jay. It makes sense that way, but they haven't explored it from not yeah. being part of the family. They haven't had like his dad turn on him or anything, or just saying that no, you're not part of the family. I don't. Know. Yeah, I, I predicted it. I, I, I said we we have moaned about the bloodline story, and we always come a couple of weeks later like, oh, that was the best part. <laughs> so, I was like, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. We moaned after Cody. We moaned after Sammy. We moaned. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah I, I, like I said, I don't want to moan too much about it, and I think I, I, I suspect and I hope that where this is going to go is, I mean, can they stretch it out to Survivor Series? They probably can. Mm. I think in yeah, terms of I, th- I think they've um, they've announced that Roman's injured, so they could just write him off TV for a couple of oh, weeks. Oh yeah, well, I mean that's a, yeah. I mean there you go. I mean, I mean I hope it's not to a point where I don't know if, he act, if it's a legit injury and he has to actually vacate the title. I mean they'll probably do everything oh, no, in their power that's to. Yeah. I, I mean apparently he's not even scheduled to work Payback or the Fast Lane, which is the next two pay per views. So apparently his next one's not supposed to be until Crown Jewel that he's supposed to work. So. Um, yeah, he has, he has. I read today that he has. He's the only champion in the history to ever go 100 days without defending the title. Yeah, this is where it gets a bit silly in terms of the of how long they've held it and they do all the stats. But it's not well, yeah. But look how many times they've actually not they've not had to defend it. But um, I think as well with the uh, with with as I say, Survivor Series, I can see it being a fatal four way for the title. I think I think all four of them. All four of them. I think all four of them for the belt. Uh, potentially at the Saudi show, he might get Reigns against Solo Sokoa. Um, yeah, it's cause that, that, there was this part, in the, yeah, the, when, when um, Roman speared Sokoa, when Jay pulled him into it, they kind of teased that Solo's like, why did you spear me when it's off? I don't think he's that much of an idiot that he didn't feel get pulled in front of him. Yeah, but then so, he kind of was still on Roman's side because he carried it and helped them for the rest of it but I did get a sense of yeah why did you spare me yeah, there's, there's been a few moments where like mm, well, I think the split is going to come so I think they've, they've certainly dangled the carrot with that so to speak and yeah I, I, I think we could get that at Crown Jewel and then as I say all four of them at the uh, Survivor Series before going Jimmy, Jimmy versus Jay headline to pay back uh, I would say so yeah at this present moment I think that's what's going to happen I say I'm, I'm happy. I, don't, sorry. I say I'm happy to see what Jimmy has to say on Friday. Yeah, I'm, I'm nervous for this SmackDown because I fear it's going to be everything I don't want to hear. Uh, more, I'm more here, that, more in a storyline way. Um, whereas if it was the if it was the other way around, um, yeah, I just yeah, I, I think what you can do as well. I think 
personally, I would, I know, regardless of this injury or not, I'd look to try and leave Reigns off TV even for the next four weeks mm-hmm. until post payback, if the Usos are, are to face. Um, and then, yeah, that's when you can sort of slowly bed him back in ahead of, I mean, even to be fair, when, I think Crown Jewel's the beginning of November, end of October, so we've still got quite a way to go until yeah. we even get anywhere near that. So, um, yeah, whether that, whether they, they'll keep him off for four or even longer, who knows, but, um, yeah, I think, I do think a payback we're going to get at the Usos one on one, which, Obviously never done before, I don't think. Have they ever been in like a like a random match like on, on the yeah. they've always been the Usos, I know, yeah, but I'm just thinking like even like something stupid like you sometimes get when at least like Royal Rumble qualifiers, oh, only one of you can have a spot in the Rumble, so <laughs> or, I can't think from memory. I mean, to be fair, back from like until to be fair, back until sort of prior to twenty twenty, I'm not to sound rude, but you it would easily, it would be very forgetful if they did have a match because it wouldn't have meant anything. Let's, let's face sure. it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't, certainly wouldn't be in discussions to main event a pay per view. You'd probably be lucky if you got it even on a, on a major TV show. Yeah, but definitely, definitely the pre, was it Grand Split? Was that, they were, they were still the happy go lucky painted Usos before they came the Uso Penitentiary day yeah, one, day it. one ones. Oh. That's when it got going, and it was the real, really got going. Obviously, when when Jay, well, when Jay wrestled Reigns for the first time in 2020, uh, that's when that's when it really got going for them. But yeah, you would say, yeah, before when they had the face plan, I mean, they didn't that off to, yeah, as you say, to go to the day one. I think it was the feud with the new day, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. That's when it really got. They, yeah, when they had the um, that grace hell and so much. Yeah, yeah, they did. Really good feud as well. Yeah. Tag team wrestling back on the map for a little bit, didn't it? Yeah, for a little bit, yeah. Let's not get carried away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so uh, uh, yeah, so I'm sure we'll come, we'll, in a couple of weeks we'll come back and we'll really evaluate Jimmy. <laughs> I hope it isn't just I'm a jealous brother. You, you, I should be getting tag title matches as well. Blah, blah, blah. I hope it is something a bit more deep. Like I didn't want to lose my family over. <laughs> but anyway, uh, should we go next? Should we go for the women's title match? Yeah, that's yeah, good to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I was kind of. A bit, I didn't predict the Sky to cash in at the end. I thought it was going to be a bog standard. Ask us retains. Have a good match. But yeah, I was really happy. Sky cashed in. It was a good way of doing it. I think. I, I thought the match was a bit new until the injury for to Bianca Belair. Um, it was the typical. You go out the ring, us two have a match until one of us goes out the ring, and then you come back in. And I think I heard Charlotte was having a lot of problems with her gear. At one point, you did have to ask the referee to do a bra roll. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was what was happening. So, um, so apparently that's why she wasn't taking proper bumps. She was just doing rolls and stuff because her, her gear wasn't fitting properly or something. So, <laughs> so, so it explains why the first yeah. half match wasn't was a bit weird. So it wasn't gelling. So. I'm glad you said that. Cause I did wonder why on earth like, what just happened out there. I was like, she had a wardrobe malfunction. And yeah, well, that explains that. <laughs> but yeah, I think once Bel Air got injured, I think, yeah, the match went up, got a lot better. Cause I, and, cause I, I thought the, cra- the crowd were getting a so recently the, the, the crowd was turning, look, the, the, cause they were kind of like, because people start calling like Bianca Cena on Twitter and stuff. But yeah. She I, got a big pop when she won the match, I thought. I think with Bianca, it literally is going to be, 
uh, there already is Cena vibes technically I think with Bianca Belair I think mm. the fact that they're at a really awkward point WWE in the sense that yeah I mean a heel turn probably would be the best time in what being babyface ever since she's come onto the main roster what's that 2020 mm. um so this would be our first heel, heel run on the main roster, which is probably uh, overdue. Well, not, I wouldn't even say long overdue, but about time. Whereas then the flip side of it, a bit like we've seen with Cena, even Reigns to something, they just don't want to gamble on. Obviously, the amount of merch that she sells to the to the young to obviously young children and more young girls in particular, because mm-hmm. apparently, yeah, it's yeah the amount she sells is quite impressive. So it's a, it's an awkward one. What, what you want to do? It's a bit, it's a bit heel heavy SmackDown because I know they want Charlotte to be face, but she's not. <laughs> she's just such a natural heel, isn't she? Yeah, so, yeah, so Oscar's yeah. heel at the yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Sky, Bailey, Dakota Sky when she comes back from injury. Yeah. Well, I'm, uh, yeah, obviously the, the cash-in was again the pop. Well, people are always going to pop the cash-ins. I mean, uh, yeah. it's just nature. You could anyone could run out and it would just be an instant pop from the crowd. But what I liked was when even, I think, even with the celebrations with Bailey and with Dakota Kai, was they, it generally felt like a babyface moment, yeah. as opposed to forgetting they actually are still all heels. I know we've seen EO Sky showing signs of potential split, which would probably lead to a babyface turn, but I think I think you can get away here, I think, with turning Bianca Hill and EO and... Uh, Bailey, both babyface. I think. I think I'd abandon the. I think I even said this on Saturday at the, at the moment in time that, based on that match and the ending and everything that mm. came with it, I think I'd be half tempted to reassess. I know they've probably got plans in place of Bailey turning on EO Sky. I think that's that's. I think we we kind of been expecting this to happen for ages, but I would reassess. I'd say, do we need to? I think even a babyface turn for the pair of them could work out well. In the in the long run, yeah. I'm trying to think of the face sides, we've only really got Bianca Belair, Shotzi, and Vega. Really, um, Bianca, Shotzi. Uh, I think see Shotzi's going after, but yeah, that's another thing as well, actually, with that. So it's a bit of an awkward kind of thing that you also have to address the fact that Shotzi's stalking Bailey because of everything yeah. that's happened. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Zelina Vega, she's baby yeah, face. That's it. I think there's only three. There's well, there's probably others that just don't get TV time whatsoever. Um, I mean, I mean, in that top bracket, possible. Oh, you're right. Like, yeah. a, like a possible game of the titles. There's Mia Yim as well, Meacham. Um, but yeah, I think at the moment it's all a bit. Um, yeah, I don't think there really is a structure at the moment in place. <laughs> who, who's babyface? Who's heel? Who's going after titles? Who's not? Um, I think that's been a bit of a problem with the women's division this year. If I'm honest. There's Lack of sort of identity almost to it. Yeah. The only other thing I've ever complained about this was another bad, not bad run for Oscar, but she was nothing. She came out second in her own title match. Do you say it's that much little? Yeah. Do you think of it? And she's only just really won the title. She's only done loads with it. It's not been memorable. She's had, she's had since every. I think she was good when she, during the pandemic. She was a good champion. Well, yeah. I think every, every other one, she's been a bit poor. Just bad booking. Just like said, yeah, crazy. I think you're right with that. I think booking's always been going. We all know how great she is. One of the best wrestlers in on the division. I think you're right. I think sometimes it can be a little bit of poor booking. I know we're always going to compare it to how amazing run on NXT, which is always going to be a bit of a lazy argument from some people going, oh, why can't they just do what they do with NXT? Well, that's easier said than done, putting together something like that. So, um, yeah. 
I, I mean, I've not hated this sort of run with Oscar, but yeah, I feel, I feel yeah, I feel like at the moment she's, I feel with her, with the awkwardness is, she's kind of, as the champion, it makes her, it makes the champ always look worse when going through a bit of a bad spell as a division, mm. and that kind of is the case at the moment, so. I, I, it, it, it seems impossible to me that you, you've got, like, just like the eight people you just mentioned, how you can book it badly, because they're yeah, yes. so talented. Exactly. And, the, and then, then Carrie Sainz apparently coming back. So, yeah, like, I add, that, yeah. Add, her, add her to the division as well, that's nine, like, top class women. And you do, yeah, really, really excited. But I hope she comes back with the pirate for that theme tune that she had. That was class. Oh, that was class yeah. No, great to have her back. Um, we might as well mention the MMA match while we're talking about the women's division. I thought this was. I'm not an MMA fan, so <laughs> an MMA, MMA match didn't get me excited anyway. And apparently, people who enjoy MMA said this was bad. <laughs> so. No, I think it's annoying because it feels like, I mean, I've probably been calling for this on the pod for ages, this match, and I'm sure loads of people have, and I think, had it been, it's, yeah, it it's just... Have a submissions lot. match? Just it, call it. It, was, it was crap. Let's just, uh, it, it, it really it really wasn't great. Yeah, you're right. Submission match would have probably su- would have been sufficient. It, yeah, I really didn't enjoy this. I think it's ju- judging by Twitter as well and some just general review, reviews online, this was a lot of people's low moment of the night. Um, yeah, I mean, as well for some people at home as well, that was sort of the, the card was doing the round before the show even started. So people sort of tactically, I know, oh, well, if, if I get to this point, I'm still, I'm a bit exhausted. I'm just going to go to bed. And this was a bit where notably the chat got a bit quieter, people going off to bed and stuff. So it, yeah, it, it wasn't great. Yeah. I think we stopped watching after this much and we're like, we'll come back for, come yeah. True. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just thought it was bad. I think, I think this and this, Ronda Rousey doesn't leave the company on this match. I hope she comes back in the future. They do something proper with this feud. Yeah, I think they, I think they will because I think the fact that Shane's like, I've driven her out of WWE probably suggests no, you haven't. (laughs) Uh, I know, I know her and Brock are both taking time away now. Mm Um, which was, I think was always the plan post SummerSlam. Um, but yeah, hopefully we can get her back in and hopefully have a good match because we know she's still one of the biggest draws in WWE. Uh, just fingers crossed that, yeah, we get a match worthy of it. Yeah. I'll, 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 I'll stop jumping around now. We'll kind of go from the start to the card and just talk about the matches we haven't gone. Um, Logan Paul versus Ricochet, I really, really enjoyed. I just, it was just a spot for <laughs> It did seem a bit rehearsed where they go, okay, now we're going to this spot and then we go to this spot. But I just, I just yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. <laughs> Logan Paul slowly. Not slowly, I think he is impressively, but I don't, I don't see him as a celebrity wrestler anymore. He's just Logan Paul, part of the roster. I'm seeing him as though. And I love the whole story going in, but I'm going to make your fiance say I'm the winner over here. I thought that was quite cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it sort of reminded me a little bit, or I know more for that spot he did on Raw a week or so ago, was when he did that, um, I think he was in the feud with the Velveteen Dream on NXT when he did that mm. run and oh. jump out the ring yeah. and on the yeah. feet sort of thing. So he tried to, they tried to sort of do a nod to that. Um, but yeah, no, I thought, I thought this was, a, I think this was the sensible choice for opening the show. I know, I think we might have even said last week, I think the plan was for always for Logan Paul to, um, open the show due to his brother fighting. 
So I think they they need to get him done. I think so he could make plans for the guy to go and watch it, or even get to the, I don't know where the venue where it was, but I think I think the plan was for him to get to the venue. So I don't know where, how local it was, or I'm just maybe a private jet or something that might have been taking him. But it was um yeah I know the plans was for him to get on first so we can get out and mm. get to watch the uh, his brother fight. Um, but no, I think putting even that aside, it was probably a very good choice to open the show uh, with the crowd. Obviously, you always want to keep a hot crowd when this pyro goes off and everything. And yeah, you know, I thought it was a, mm-hmm. a really, really fun opening match. Yeah, I, I just really hope that we do see Ricochet. I don't want it. I don't want them to now. And I'm, I'm fearing off the Raw this week. We're already just. I think we've got Ricochet to a good point now. And I know you can't push everyone, but just even if he can just have a couple even non-title big feuds on the way. But yeah, I mean, it's just yeah. I would like to see. Um, I'd like to see sort of well, ricochet. Yeah, the end, the end and kind of left it open for another match, haven't he? He's really cheated to win. So. Yeah, I mean, I'd happily. I mean, we've still got potential other matches with him and also with Seth as well. To be fair, so I think there's lots of little potential where um, where Logan Paul can can sort of go with next matches. I suspect it. We probably will get a rematch of Ricochet based on how how it finished with obviously the brass knucks and everything. And so, so um, yeah, yeah. Um, Next we had Cody versus Brock. It started off as a bit of a just a bog standard Brock match, but I, I again I really enjoyed this match. They, they seemed that all the matches have been built round the Kimura lock, and so it could have been interesting if this one you know, could they got Cody to get ta- Brock to tap out the Kimura lock. But, but uh, they, yeah, they put they still put Brock over. So it took a couple of what's the crossroads to put him away, and they both kept kicking out of each other's finishes and stuff. And, Brock seems to be up to this, up for it, and it looked like it was a good match. I was quite happy. Um, people knowing that there wasn't a stipulation, they thought that a third rubber match needed a stipulation, but I thought, no, just had the stipulation in the last match, really. That's, you don't need lots of um, hardcore type matches. And I think, yeah, just having Brock the Monster versus the White Baby Face in Cody, just, it worked. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Um, I thought this was my match of the night, to be honest with you. Really, really enjoyed this. Um, I think, I think the fact that as well, I was fearing that it wouldn't go how I wanted it to go, but the fact <laughs> it did, I was happy with. I, uh, the ending, obviously, as, as it's come out, it turned out it wasn't actually planned, the ending. As, oh yeah, I've heard that, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, it, it was confirmed on, Triple H confirmed it off the press conference, um, that it was off script. Um, so, um, off, which I really, I think even um, they said on Raw as well, Michael Cohen said that's the flight. Obviously, yeah, it takes a lot for Brock to, uh, to obviously do that. So, um, yeah, no, I, I really, really enjoyed this. And yeah, I think the fact that it went the way I wanted it to go, I was happy with. I know it feels a bit weird saying that. Usually, like, oh, well, it was too predictable. But sometimes predictability <laughs> can be a good thing. But I, I don't think it was even predictable I think it was just my hope of what I wanted to see as opposed to fearing what, yeah that I, I, I was fearing for some reason that it would be like a screwy finish and Brock would win 2-1 which is what I don't want to um, have not disrespect to Brock but more just that Cody can't afford to lose a two uh, lose a feud altogether so um, no all done to perfection really really enjoyable match as well obviously brutal at times felt and then yeah I think the fact that we got the solid finish with Cody and um yeah, even the little spot after the match as well was was just okay. a nice touch. So yeah, no, re- really enjoyed this, and yeah, probably it, it was probably I'll, I'll give it my, yeah my match of the night. 
I still get, I think I still prefer Seth versus Finn, but we'll talk about that in a bit. So. <laughs> oh, actually, yeah, shit. That was good. Uh, the Slim Jim super, super, Summer Slam Battle Royal, just a way to have LA Knight win a match, I think, on pay per view. So, like it was a, it's like most Battle Royals, they kind of get interested once half the field's out. They kind of put Amos over strong, I think he eliminated. Uh, at least four or five people, didn't he? So, yeah. it's, it's, it's weird who, who gets entrances on these things. I think the Miz got an entrance. LA Knight got an entrance. Amos got an entrance. Um, oh, who else got the entrance? Seamus? Seamus had like that car thing earlier on in the night, so whoever that mm. class does his entrance. But yeah, LA Knight, Miz, they're the two, I think, and also um, Omos. Amos. It's when you look at the people in the ring, you have Nakamura, and it's like, oh, Austin Theory, the US champion. <laughs> Bronson Reed, I was like, oh, it's like Karrion Cross. All these people have great entrances, and you're like, okay. Grayson Wall, I was trying to play him over recently, you know what I mean? That riddle, I was just like, this was star-studded. <laughs> and it, it was, it was a lot of clash of like, sort of, um. Cameron? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was, well, the thing is, yeah, I really want, I love, um, I love Cam. Cam! <laughs> and, um, yeah, well, I think, um, the one who's just sober at the moment is LA Knight. I just absolutely yeah. love him. I just want them to book him to the, funny enough, yeah, to the moon, but that's Cameron Grimes <laughs> now. Uh, yeah, he's just so over, isn't he? It, it's, I mean, I think the merch is speaking for itself, how much merch you sell in. I think, he, I think he's, was it one, two, four, and five or something in the t-shirts? <laughs> oh, um, speaking of t-shirts, sorry to go off on one. Yeah. What might t-shirt for all in? Ooh. I'll give you, you one guess. It's an AEW wrestler, just to give you a hint, because... <laughs> Sam Punk? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to have to buy one. I've, I've got a hangman t-shirt somewhere but it might be too big for me now it's an extra large so I'm, I'm going to have to get one yeah I am definitely going to have to get one I'll order yeah, after this my one's going to be a bit tight my one's a bit tight the thing is it's come all the way from bloody America and it's <laughs> one and it was a bit oh, it was a bit tight but I was like oh, I can't I was like I can't be bothered to send this back <laughs> <laughs> just wear it for a couple of days I'll sleep in it for a couple of days I'll make it bigger and then yeah. spray it <laughs> good tactic <laughs> They just spray it. <laughs> just give it half a bath. Don't wash it again. <laughs> oh, God, where are we up to? Uh, yeah, for that. I, I, the only thing I wish they put, just put, don't have Austin Fury in the match and just say whoever wins this gets a future US title shot or something. Just, or some, some, just some stipulation that will get to face champion of your choosing. Or, yeah. Or something silly. Just anything that means something. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, just, yeah. That's what does wind me up with that. Right, there's so, so much simple things you can do to like get people on a card and have it mean something, like like they do with the casino battle royals in AEW, for instance. Mm. Like it's a way to get one on the card, but also it does actually have a high stakes prize if you do win. So yeah, it annoys me that they can't. Just how, just how stacked this thing was. AJ Styles, he got he got an entrance as well, didn't he? Yeah, he did get one. Yeah. It's not even like you you have to if the winner does it's not like you have to like like, go, oh crap, we have to give them the title or anything. You don't need to do that. Like you just give it to like someone who's a bit over at the moment, you probably put them you can even give them a pretty bit of a run with reigns and you can have them lose and it probably won't be the end of the world. I'm saying this past especially how Roman Reigns wins at the moment is he always cheats to win, so if you have it like Ellen like get a visible pin over Roman Reigns 
but the referee's knocked out or something, and then that can, that can elevate people, and they want to see LA Knight get another shot. So. Yeah, the only thing that wound me up about the show was the constant this match is, con- is in association with some mortgage company, <laughs> and the reason <laughs> Bianca Belair came out last because she was holding a can of what the match was sponsored by. I don't know. I don't know, was it eliminated or something? I, I don't, I don't, I didn't pay attention, but, but yeah, it's just, it's just weird. So this match is in association with Subfoot Mortgages and this match is in association with this lemonade and <laughs> this match is a Slim Jim. <laughs> so, yeah. But, uh, next we had Gunther versus Drew. Not five stars, but it was two big lads battering each other, which I like. <laughs> so, um, I th- yeah, I think they put just that finish the sequence of the, was it the power bomb into the clothesline, into the big splash of the top rope. Yeah, he had to do all those big moves to put Drew down in the end. And I thought, yeah, it was great. Um, yeah, no, I, I thought this was brilliant. Uh, I think, the thing is, like, it's an awkward one, because naturally what just springs down is, oh, it wasn't as good as Gunther versus Sheamus versus Drew from, from WrestleMania, but... No. This was this was fun. This was really good. It was a close one for my match. It was there was three contenders for my match of the night. But mm-hmm. yeah, this was this was brilliant. Um, so happy gun for one as well. So yeah, I was, again, it was a bit of a sigh. As much as I love Drew, there was just a sigh of relief with gun for winning because I just wanted just to get that record and yeah, just to yeah see how long I can keep the. I want him as to well. smash that record. I want him to be, do a Reigns run, have it for like three years. He's got matches like this. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I kind of does there, yeah, but to play devil's advocate with that, Palmy does, but then Palmy's like, well, actually, could he do? I want him to go even higher to the next level, sort of yeah. thing. I've got like visions of him, and well, I sort of had visions of him and Cody having like a big feud for the for the belt. So, Ooh. yeah, I mean, uh, there's there's loads of like, I mean, already like, there's some opponents like already. I'm I'm so excited as well from raw spoiler that his next challenge is going to be Chad Gable, and already I'm love, I'm going to be well excited yes, to see where they go with that. Um, just because I think that has the potential to be an absolute banger of a match. Um, so, yeah, no, I, th- I think, yeah, keep it going, because if we're going to get class matches like this on a probably I mean, Gunther, it's just the best, isn't he? Yeah. Just just based on one sample size, I, when I went to the Liverpool, like the, the BZV show live in Liverpool, it was Imperium versus Middle and Alpha Academy, and the pop that happened when Gunther and Chad Gable finally got into the ring together. Well, I was like, oh, people just—that's what they wanted the whole match—and he took some chops. That's it. Yeah, so I, I think it'll, it'll be, uh, yeah, the styles will be brilliant. I think. I think they give it time as well. I think they could have like a proper wrestling clinic before the heavy hit comes out towards the end of the match. So. It's like, I even want them to stretch it out to a pay-per-view match at the. Um, I don't think they're going to, but I'd like to see the match yet. Go onto the pay per view at payback next month, bro. And then, because I think there's enough you can do to keep them both occupied in the next sort of like the, the, the weeks. Obviously, you've got mm. Chad Gable obviously with uh, Otis, so the fact that he can have matches with some of the uh, with the Imperium. So there's loads of yeah. I think they can definitely stretch this out to payback. But as I said, I think they'll probably end up just doing the title match on on a Raw. But mm. yes, I agree. Yeah, yeah, I'm really enjoying Chad. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they've finally found something that works for him and just being a good Olympic wrestler is and he's always had the personality as well, but they think yeah, just they just kind of had to mould it into something. So, so 
Cool, and I think our last match is probably my match of the night. I think Seth versus Finn Balor oh, is my match of the night, I'm thinking. But I really love Gunther match, and I really like Cody's match. <laughs> yeah, it, it, well, I think, yeah, I, 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 this was up there. I think this was my second favourite, just because of um, Cody. Mm, I'm disappointed Finn didn't win. I thought it would have been better, storyline-wise, to have Finn with the title and Damien with the briefcase. I thought just having a, a really paranoid Finn all the time. He's meant to be my best friend, but he's also got the briefcase. I thought that could be fun. And I think Seth is that over. He doesn't need the title at the moment. He just, everyone just sings the songs. <laughs> yeah. There's, where's his wacky outfits? It's those shoes that he get, those massive shoes. That, that yellow, yellow things. That's yeah. All, that's all I've seen all day. So. Um, no, I, I, I think, um, yeah, it's a tough one for me. As I said, for this one, I, I really didn't know who I wanted to win. Um, I'm happy I was on the prediction show for this match alone, also, because I think we could have been here all night, me debating which who I wanted <laughs> to win. But I think, um, yeah, I think you're right. I think that would have been quite a cool. I think they had to go somewhere, didn't they? It was either they had to do a hint towards a, um, a judgment day. They couldn't just have Seth winning and not, not have no tension from judgment day after because that just wouldn't work. Something had to give. It was either going to be they were going to go down that route or the route, as you say, with a paranoid baller holding the belt with, with Priest as the briefcase. So It's such a good storyline going forward. And you've got, they've all got something as well in, in the oh, all of them holding titles-ish if you consider the Money in the Bank title. But Yeah, I yeah, I think as well. Um, uh, yeah, the match itself, brilliant match. Um, I mean, I was, like you say, I mean, the actual, we, we, we ignore all, sh- all shenanigans for a second. I mean, really mm-hmm. good. They dropped a hint. I do, I think, hopefully that's the last sort of hints we see of their match from SummerSlam 2016. And that, that's yeah, that. there's lots of callbacks to that one. I think they've, yeah, I think they've done that to death now. I think I get it. The fact that yeah, they finally made a good story out of it. And it has been a very good story on Balasef. They've done very well out of it. And now they've closed it off on probably their best match they've ever, well, in fact, it was the best match these two have ever had together. So they've done everything right. Uh, but yeah, I think now it's interesting where they're going to go with sort of the, with the, with the judgment day and, and even with Seth of who Seth's next opponent's yeah, going to be, to be fair. Um, I, I would, yeah, I mean, it's not seen Royal last night, haven't you? Seen Raw last night. I mean, clearly there's there's hints at Cody, which I don't. Oh no, yeah, sorry, yeah, Nakamura, Nakamura yeah, yeah, that's good. I'm really excited. Well, like, I think. They, yeah, but I don't see Nakamura winning. I think it'll be great matches. And oh yeah, I think but I don't think necessarily you need to have Nakamura win. I think I mean it'd be cool if he did. Don't get me wrong, but I think the feud alone oh, would be. Yeah. Yeah. I think the feud alone would be great. I think um, the fact these two have had a really good match as well, and the, I want to say. They met at one of the Survivor Series. It was brand on brand. Um, if I if I remember if I remember correctly, I think it was when Seth was holding the Intercontinental and Nakamura mm. was United States. I want to say, um, and that was a from memory. That was a bit of a that was a banger of a match. So yeah, no, um, I'm um, I'm all for um, I'm all for Seth Nakamura at the next um, at the next pay per view. Um, Presumably, that's if that's where they do decide to um, obviously yeah. go in the quick in the short term. I think, you think maybe move Cody in with the Judgment Day. I just don't know what to do with Cody now because he's he said, hasn't he said he doesn't want to go for the world title? 
I don't think he's actually said that, to be fair. I think he's actually tried to go for it. I think um, the fact that he tried to enter the tournament when it originally happened then got screwed by Brock. I think he then tried to go for it again, but then had to put up with Dominic. Um, <laughs> then tried to go for it even a third time after, but then Brock came back. So, um, yeah, so I think he's clearly, I think he's dropped hints of going for it. But yeah, I think in real life, he probably doesn't. Well, we all, none of us really wants him to go for it. We want him to actually close the proper story that's been the reason why he's back in WWE. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, um, I think you, with Cody Waters, so you could get away with a triple threat match of him and uh, him, Seth and Nakamura, but then that's three baby faces. Oh no, sorry, I suppose Nakamura's heel. So that could work. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah, 2018 Survivor Series, Nakamura vs. Rollins. I think I'd like to see Cody go in with the Judgment Day. I think for now, especially that they've got the interesting <laughs> angle now with JD McDonough coming in. I think it's clearly looking like it'll probably be Priest out, McDonough in. Yeah. Um, so maybe the Cody will get involved in that and that's what a Cody match with one of them sort of sends I don't know causes Priest to turn face or vice versa gets terminated from the from the from the judgement day yeah so then he brings in his apprentice <laughs> I don't think I can think of the whip I think I went all Star Wars then he used, to, he used to train J.D. McDonough that's the whole storyline yeah. that is yeah so yeah yeah, I think it's pretty exciting now they've got yeah, it's like three big yeah, I just don't know what they're gonna do with Cody, Seth. Oh we do know Seth versus Nakamura but long term. I'm not I I know like long term they want to do Cody versus Roman again at WrestleMania, so that's eight months away. <laughs> what are they gonna do with Cody in the meantime? I'm guessing they're gonna have Roman stuck in still doing the family stuff. But he's still dropping um he's still dropping hints at um um, at like Reigns I think you know, on Raw the first thing he said was a Roman Reigns quote mm. so yeah like clearly yeah, clearly, I think that's probably going to be the end goal I still think that's how Reigns drops the belt if I'm honest so yeah we've gone past every prediction now I think I mean mine was originally the original I think my, my original one was Sami Zayn then it went to Cody now <laughs> it went to your Jay so yeah that's I, I, I going to I think it's going to make, I think it's going to go over obviously the record, get to 41, and then that's, that, that would be the record, wouldn't it, if it gets to WrestleMania 41, right? Um, no. Bruno Sammartino held it for like eight years. Oh, I don't think it's going to take him over, take him. I think, I think Bob Backlund had it for five years. So, it'll be up, be up there in like the top five, I think. Top three. I don't know. He's just passed Pedro Morales who had it for three years, nearly three years. <coughs> Yeah, well, exciting times going forward. I'm really looking forward to see where WWE go with everything. So, I, think. I think it's one of those ones where I think they've. I mean, it's in a good place, WWE. I mean, even looking at again some of the 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 the, the record breaking summers. I mean, every pay per view seems to be a new record breaker. I mean, which is really great for the company. I mean, the fact that it's it's the highest grossing event outside of a WrestleMania. Um, so they keep sort of smashing their own records each. I mean. I think wrestling as a whole is just in a very exciting place at the moment. The fact that you know, WWE are breaking their records, AEW obviously with the small matter of all in in a few weeks' time is going to absolutely <laughs> shatter a wrestling record in, in this country. But I think just in stadium, well, in the, their company, well, the company and, and England as a whole. So really, really exciting times at the moment. And the good thing is we're 
sort of well we're, we're not we're not in the traditional WrestleMania Royal Rumble season where naturally people are excited. So the fact that we're in the sort of the glimpse of summer, SummerSlam's just gone, and we're all still very excited. I think is good for the for the for the company. Usually at this stage, it's not saying it's, it goes on a downward spiral, but it's a bit like oh well, we're nowhere near Mania. SummerSlam's come and gone. Mm. Uh, it's it, it can be a bit depressing, but. I think at the moment we're in a, yeah, as I say, a very good place in in terms of both products at the moment. Yeah, well, I say I really enjoyed the show. I just, I, I don't want to say the women lesser style, but no, but the two the two matches I enjoyed least were the, it, was, it was the first half of the triple threat. I said one, once Bianca got injured, I thought it made the whole match for a lot of injury. And yeah, and we we know now that Charlotte was having issues with her attire, so that's why she wasn't bumping properly. So so it just made yeah. Another day, it would have been, yeah, but they could have, and they could have done something special with Baszler versus Ronda, but I don't know what happened there. Just worked fights just don't work, it's like, it's just, the punches just look so fake and the kicks just look so fake, it's just like, you know, if they just told them to wrestle, the punches and the kicks would probably look quite right, but they just, like yeah. they had the, do you ever watch Mr. T versus Roddy Piper from WrestleMania 2, have a boxing match? A bit before my time, I'm afraid, mate. <laughs> Go back and watch it. It's a work boxing match as well, so not hit. Not they weren't actually hitting. Oh god! Uh, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I might be wrong, but I'm sure Mr. T only really did a bit of training for the Rocky film. He isn't like an actual boxer at all. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, and then, then it ended with you know, Piper just body slamming Mr. T and getting disqualified for using a wrestling move. <laughs> wrestling. <laughs> But overall, I I really enjoyed the show. Um, I've had people, I've heard people say it was a good show, but it was the worst Triple H era pay per view, which I don't agree with. But then I'm trying to, I'm trying to think, what was it better than? Because I enjoyed every 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 pay per last year. Yeah, I mean, this is I suppose this is the awkwardness of when when a bar has been set high, you're gonna sadly get those where people go, oh, it was good, but it probably is the worst one that we've we've had under Triple H, given, as I say, he set a very good high in terms of pay-per-views. Um, I didn't think it really bothered. It was three, four and a half hours. I think we, that's we're used not to three, we, We're used to three to three and a half currently. We finally, like, we cracked it, didn't we? Maybe the fact that the fact that as there was such a huge audience that you couldn't really just do five matches, I don't know. So I'm just thinking about how much ticket prices probably cost as well. That The fact that if you're going to only give them five or six matches, is that really enough? They probably do deserve maybe eight, but... And then you certainly can't go down the route of having a SummerSlam as a two-night event, I don't think. So, um, yeah, I, th- I think SummerSlam's probably an awkward one where they probably do have to maybe do seven to eight matches so it will be pretty slightly longer but hopefully for the next pay-per-views we, we drop back down to um the sort of the, what we're used to the three hour mark yeah i'm trying to think what they could have cut they cut out how they could have cut an hour else i just said given they cut out um given they already cut out um becky shrish as well which looked to be a yeah. dead cert for the thing so i think it was more they had they've already did do some cutting um mm-hmm. And it was the case of what more could they cut? I think the fact that they had to put the Battle Royal on was simply down to the fact they had to get LA Knight <laughs> on the card, uh, given how over he is. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, they didn't even have the tag titles on the line. So, yeah, the United States wasn't on the line. Yeah, he, was um, just, didn't even, yeah, he was just randomly in the Battle Royal and they didn't even make a big deal out of it. <laughs> yeah, like it's, I think, yeah, the fact that they did manage to cut, I think, cut a fair bit out and still had eight matches, I think it's just sort of, yeah sort of proves that they're, yeah, they're, they're quite some tough decisions to make going into this pay-per-view to be fair as well 
that they kind of cut five ten minutes out of the main events and maybe five minutes out of the women's match and uh, five minutes out of <laughs> Logan Paul versus Ricochet because that was eighteen minutes long. Yeah, so, I want to hear Jim um, Cornette's reaction to. Paul versus Ricochet because I think that's how he imagines every indie show. <laughs> just uh-huh. spot fests. <laughs> Flipping shits. <laughs> yeah. So we are going to take a little break until our prediction show for All In. Hooray! Yeah. We're just having a busy summer so I can't guarantee I can be on the show or guarantee I'll be able to edit the show. <laughs> so we've always taken. suits me because I've got a football match next Tuesday so. Yeah. So take a couple of weeks off. Recharge, come back, all excited for all in. Yes. Because then we've got all in, all in predictions, all in, payback predictions, payback. Yes, we've got quite. <laughs> payback's the week after, is that like dead early September? Uh, payback is the week after, yeah, same same weekend as All, all Out, because they're yeah. designed to do back to back pay per views. All Out as well. Yes, we've got loads of time on our returns. So I'm sure yes, you'll be sick of us. So we'll probably do, have to do like two. I'll have to decide which one to do first. So it's all out or pay back. Which, which, which order to release? Whatever one, whatever one, whatever one, whatever one outperforms the other one. Mm-hmm. Yes, we'll do that. <laughs> cool. Anyway, if, if you enjoy the show, please follow us on Twitter. It's BBG Wrestling Instagram. This is BBG Wrestling and Facebook. BBG Wrestling. Good night, and we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Good night. <laughs>